Hello, 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 hello. Listen, I'm going to give you all a few minutes to come on. Y'all already know how this works. Get your pencils. Hey, Rachel. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. Listen, y'all need to get y'all's pencils. Your, your, your Bibles. In five minutes, we will be starting. Five minutes, we will be starting. All right, put this away. I don't need that. Listen now. Um, for those of you, let me give a few. Let me give a few minutes. Um, let me give. Hold on. Y'all come on in. What the Lord allows. Hey, Providence Kiana. Oh, okay. Hey, Providence Jenny. Y'all come on in. Let me slide this over a little bit so I won't have to be looking around. Okay, so as y'all can see on the screen my uh zoom information is only because now i didn't do this yesterday but i did this on tuesday only because i misunderstood with with the individual was wanting to say concerning my zoom so she was saying hey 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 sister jamie i'm on launch during down fat hey listen I, I i'm trying to get there but i always go back and watch me play but listen my zoom information as you can see is on the bottom my zoom um to, to the, the code for you to enter in and then put the password in i misunderstood what she was saying what she was saying was keep my zoom open if somebody wants to come in on zoom and to be easier to disconnect that was right but she was saying when i got through with the lesson those who are actually on the zoom that may have a question can answer it and then they y'all may not hear them answering the question but I can from my Zoom and then I can ask the question that they're asking and I can answer the question to the question that they have. I hope that makes sense. So it's almost as if like, yes, this is on my YouTube channel. Yes, this is on my Zoom. Yes, this is on my um, social media, Facebook. And so I've also, you know, I tag Women of Prosperity in it. 
and I, I tag it to my my personal page. I tag it to Can We Talk About It Live, my 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 other social media page. But I'm teaching this. Don't hush. Speak up from my when I do turns into I don't the wows and the vows uh, ministry page because again this is for everybody and I know some of you are like well I'm not married or you know I don't plan on being married but this is just not a this is well this is for marriage married married people but it's also to show you that you can also take these principles and still apply them to your life amen and still apply them to your life so it's almost like you know i'm killing two birds with one stone which is fine this is the way that you know i can come through it so i pray that it blesses you i pray that it heals you and you know listen i was working on this courage and confidence and that's what we're going to be talking about today courage and confidence and we're going to be coming from david and nathan you know we all we all look to nathan as the prophet that came to david to give him an analogy about what he did concerning uh, murdering Uriah and and having a baby with his wife and then you know God taking that child and then David repenting and then coming from Psalm 51 creating me a clean heart and renew the right spirit with this a prayer of repentance a prayer of forgiveness a prayer of grace and mercy a prayer of being sincerely sorry about how much God had done for David and David still felt the need that He's, well, he still had this flesh of selfishness. He still had this, this little small smidgen of pride, of arrogancy, that he was, you know, this king and God had used him so much. And sometimes we have to understand that even in our marriages, even in ministry, even as, as leaders, we feel like that God blesses us gracefully. He humbles us. He keeps us. He gives us. We're more than blessed. We're favored by God. But sometimes we will allow pride and arrogancy to sit in our flesh. We'll allow the accolades from people to put us on a pedestal that that's not where we're supposed to be we should always stay humble before the lord and appreciate the finer things that he does for us in life and also how can we apply that to to our to our marriages to our to our husbands to our wives because we have to have that same mentality we have to have that same heart that david had we have to have that same person in our life like nathan to tell us listen you know grab us by the coattail and like okay come on come on back you know you're doing too much or or you know be quiet a little bit or sit back and just watch or listen i know your husband is doing the most but i'm gonna need you to stop uncovering him we need that person that can be loyal to us as they're loyal to god first we need that person that can give us godly wisdom that can hear from godly wisdom first we need that person in our life like Nathan, that at any given moment when God gives them a word and he brings it to us and we have that heart like David to receive it in Jesus name. Amen. So I just wanted to give you a short little, you know, a short little, small little encouraging word on that part, because a lot of us are falling by the wayside. A lot of us are not heeding to the word of God. And the reason why we're not heeding to the word of God, because we don't 100% believe in God. I will say all the time, I am praying. I am fasting. I, I am seeking Lord, uh, the Lord. I am doing this. But are you doing it wholeheartedly? Are you doing it 100%? Are you doing it without complaining? Are you doing it without sitting at the bar with your little male friend while your husband is at home or maybe out doing what he's doing? Are you doing it without being tick for tat? Are you doing it without malice in your heart? Are you doing it without pettiness? Are you doing it without integrity? 
Um, um, no, no. Are you doing it without having integrity? Are you doing it um, because you 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 have that mentality? Well, if he gonna do it, I'm gonna do it too. Where is your heart? Where is your heart? Where is your patience? Where is your repentance? Where is your forgiveness? Where is your restoration? It's it's in the Word of God, and it's with those true men and women of God that's gonna let you know, baby girl. No, you can't do that, nah, baby boy. You can't do that, nah, bro. I wouldn't even do that, nah, little girl. You know, listen, nah, don't do that. You know, where are those people that you need in your life that's going to let you know you can't wear that or you can't be in that place. You can't be around them. You can't be around that. You got to let that go. You got to learn how to move on. You got to get your mind right. Where are those people? Where are the Nathans that marriages need? Where are the Nathans that leaders need? Where are the Nathans that prophetess and prophetesses need? Where are these people? That's going to give you correction. That's going to give you the right direction. Who's not going to make it about you or them, but it's going to make it about God. Who's going to make it about Jesus Christ, the son of God. Where are those people? And I thank God for courage and confidence because on today, you're going to be able to understand the reason why you don't have confidence is because you don't have courage. And the reason why you don't have courage is because you feel like you don't have the confidence. But they, 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 they tie it together. So, yes, on Tuesday, we're supposed to deal with change. On Wednesday, we're supposed to deal with courage. And on Thursday, we're supposed to deal with confidence. But because I did my introduction on Tuesday, instead of doing it on Monday, like I planned on to, because there's some things that have shifted in my life. So I'm doing courage and confidence on today. So, yes, get your pens, get your, your tablets, get your Bibles. If you don't have an actual, listen, look here. If you don't have an actual Bible, listen. Download the Bible app on your phone. But I, I want you all to understand that I'm coming through the New Living Translation. The New Living Translation is what I'm coming through. That, that's where I'm going to be reading from. Amen. So I want you all to understand that this is not about me, but this is all about God. And I, I thank God. I thank God. Hey, Bishop, good to see you on here. I, I thank God for, for what he's doing in my life. Lord knows I do. And I, I just need some of you to understand that, listen, I don't teach you something that I heard. I teach you from a place of where I've been. Could God Almighty hear me? I don't teach you something that I heard, but I teach you something in a place, in places that I've been, experiences that I've experienced. Lord, help me in this place. I, I see it now. God is, God is about to do great things. And I'm excited about what he is going to do, what he is about to do. So I want to just let you all know that God is good and he is worthy to be praised. Amen. He is definitely worthy to be praised. So let me go in here. Let me go in here. Let me go right in here. Give me a few minutes. I got you. All right, here we go. I'm going to hear a little bit of this. 
There we go. All right. Hey, Deacon Ravizy. Good to see you on here, sir. Okay, here we go. All right. Y'all ready? All right, here we go. Okay, so um, we are here, and I'm going to give you this, um, where we're coming from, uh, 1 Chronicles 17, 1 through 15 is where I'm going to read, and I'm going to come from 1 Chronicles 19, and I'm going to be reading from uh, 1 through 19, okay, and I'm reading from the New Living translation okay there there you go let me put this up there for a second there all right here we go so again um if you desire to come on zoom because oh and i didn't finish telling you the rest of that okay zoom is i'm on my zoom as well so if you want to come in the zoom just to feel like you're in that that fellowship place that number is 938-498-4023 the password is 070522 amen so you may not have zoom or you may not have the zoom app but if you desire to um come on then i can either send you an invite to zoom and then you can just click on the link and just come on in or if you don't have the, um, if you don't want the invite and you just want, and you have the Zoom app, you can just put in this code 938-498-4023 and the password is 070522. And that's also at the bottom of the screen. Um, it's at the bottom of the screen right there, right after courage and confidence. And I need to fix that. there there you go had to fix that okay so as you can see that has been fixed so i'm going to go ahead and pray lord god i thank you for allowing me to come come to your people once again god god continue to give me wisdom knowledge and understanding lord god i ask you to look on those that are watching publicly and look on those who are watching privately lord god Touch them from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet. Lord God, I thank you for this, this uh, lesson on today, courage and confidence. Lord God, I pray that those who are battling with courage and those who are battling with confidence, I, Lord God, I pray that those who need to know that you'll never leave them nor forsake them. God, I pray that those who need to understand that they can be of good courage and know that you will not leave them, that you are always with them. Everywhere they go, everywhere they go, you are there. Every place they're in, you are there. You're there in their home. You're there on their job. You're there in the hospital. You're there in the nursing home. Lord God, you're there in their marriage. You're there in their finances. You're there in their heart, Lord God. You're there in their mind. Lord God, 
let them know that you are Alpha and Omega. You're the beginning and the end. You're omnipotent, Lord God. You're omnipresent, Lord God. You are everywhere. You are an all-knowing God. You are all-seeing God, Lord God. And somebody on today needs to know that they have courage and that they have confidence, but they have it through the blood of Jesus. And Lord God, I pray on today that they will be of good courage and let us behave ourselves in our courage and in our confidence. So, Lord God, I thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. And, Lord God, I pray that you don't receive, you don't remove their mercy from them, Lord God, but you keep mercy with them. You keep grace with them. Let them know that you drew them with love and kindness, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. So, Lord God, I look, ask you to look on my husband while he is at work on today, Lord God. And as he goes out, Lord God, to these clients, Lord God, that you will cover him, that you will keep him, that you will lead him and guide him from the crown of his head to the soles of speak, Lord God. God, I ask you to bless him, Lord God. Encourage him. Uplift him, Lord God. But God, I thank you for the vision that you have given to him, Lord God. I thank you for our marriage, Lord God. For the good, the bad, and the ugly, Lord God. God, let our light shine before men to let them know that they too can have a healthy marriage. That they too can speak up and not hush. They too can express their feelings, their emotions. They too can have a healthy marriage. So God, I bind up the stumbling blocks. I bind up the hindrances. I bind up witches and warlocks. I bind up the negativity in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord God, I thank you even for the enemy because it keeps me on my knees. It keeps me praying. It keeps me sane. And it lets me know that you saved me just as I am. Thank you, Jesus, that you saved me just as I am. And because you saved me just as I am, let others know that you can save them just as they are. No matter what they're doing, no matter where they're sitting, Lord, God, go and save them and bring them into salvation, Lord God. Heal their mind. Heal them from depression. Heal them from oppression, Lord God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, be a mind regulator and a heart fixer, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, God, I thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. And I thank you for covering me. And I thank you for the Holy Ghost. And I thank you for the Holy Spirit. And I thank you for keeping me another day. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart to be acceptable unto thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. In Jesus' name, in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, I pray, we pray, and we all say, Amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Okay, we're moving forward. Thank you again, you all, for tuning in. Um, know that I'm praying for you all. Know that you all continue to, to, to continue to cover me in prayer as well. Amen, amen. All right, let me go where I need to be. All right. Hey, good to see you on here, Crystal. Good to see you on here tonight, uh, tonight Tanika. I be wanting to say your name like your mama say your name. But I, I thank God for you being on here. Chanel, thank God for you being on here once again. Listen, pencils, pens, marker, whatever you have, whatever you need to use, Bible apps, Bible, your actual Bible, get it. Because this is going to bless you. And it's going to seem like I'm rushing through, but I'm really not. But it's, it's it got good to me. So I'm going to have to try to crunch it in. <laughs> So if you have any questions, um, whatever your questions may be, you can just 
come on listen when you come into the zoom if you don't want to put your name or you don't want to put your face on you don't have to do that you just you have a question you know hey bring your bring your question amen bring your question bring your question all right here we go bring your question all right bring your question all right some re let me see all right here we go all right all right here we go all right here we go here we go here we go all right listen i had to make sure i was moving i don't see all right if i if i freeze y'all let me know if i freeze or y'all can't hear just let me know and i'll figure out what i can do because it looks as though i'm froze over here but it doesn't look like i'm froze but all right here we go hey sierra good to see you on here woman of god hey alan good to see you i'm getting there y'all hold on i'm getting where i need to be all right here we go okay all right okay all right all right all right right i know y'all like stop saying all right come on we won't even ready 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 okay here we go so first chronicle 17 1 through uh 15 the new living translation and it reads all right listen y'all listening all right when david was settled in his palace he summoned nathan the prophet look david said I am living in a beautiful cedar palace, but the Ark of the Lord's Covenant is out there under a tent. Nathan replied to David, do whatever you have in your mind, for God is with you. Now, here's where I want you to understand point one. Point one. Remember, I have points. Point one know that your marriage is blessed point one know that your marriage is blessed no listen know that your marriage is blessed not just your marriage hear what i'm saying i'm gonna listen know that your marriage is blessed know that your ministry is blessed know that your children are blessed know that your spouse is blessed know that your finances is blessed know that your mind is blessed not all i want to say is 
Listen. That's point one. The reason why I did that the way that I did that is because I want you to understand that your marriage. The way the reason why I did that, because I want you all to understand that not just your marriage, not just your children, not just your finances, not just your job, not just your ministry, not just your title, not just you as a wife, not just you as a husband, not just you on your job, not just you at the hospital, not just you in, in your sickness, not just you in your worst, not just you in your depression. You are blessed. And Nathan told David, do whatever is good. Do whatever. He said, do whatever you have in mind. Do whatever. Do whatever you have in mind. Y'all see that? Look at look at that. Y'all see that? Look, look at this. Look at this. What does that say? Do whatever you have in mind. Do whatever. He said, Nathan said to David, do whatever you have in mind. And I and I put my, my quotations in that. What's on your mind? Whatever is on your mind to do it. Do it. Whatever it is, do it. Whatever you need, do it. Whatever you desire, do it. Point one, know that your marriage, your ministry, your children, your spouse, your finances, your mind is blessed. Listen, he said, but that he said, do whatever you have for God is with you. You must know that God is with you. Listen, if you believe that God is with you, I want you to follow me in the comment. And I want you to write, God is with me. God is with me. If you believe that God is with you, follow me in the comments. You decree it, you declare it. God is with me. Listen, First Chronicles chapter 16 i'm um, chapter 17 verse 3 says but that same night somebody say but that same night god said to nathan go and tell my servant david this is what the lord has declared you are not the one to build a house for me to live in <laughs> Listen, God told Nathan to tell David, thus saith the Lord, you are not the one to build a house for me to live in. I have never lived in a house. Listen to me, people. God told Nathan to tell David. 
God said, I never lived in a house. I'm going to need y'all to catch this. He said, I never lived in a house from the day I brought the Israelites out of Egypt until this very day. You must not keep God in the house. You must not keep God in a box. You must not put limits on God because he never lived in a house. He never lived in a building. He never lived in the house. Whatever you need God to do, he's going to do it outside the house. <laughs> I need y'all to understand this. Point two. Whatever. Whatever God is going to do. God is going to do it. Whatever God is going to do, God is going to do it outside the house. Lord, help me, Jesus. God went on and told Nathan to tell David, my home has always been a tent. Moving from one place to another in a tabernacle. For some of you who do not know what a tabernacle is, a tabernacle is a house of worship There, for some of y'all, y'all need to have it. A tabernacle is a house of worship, okay? That's right, Sierra, no limits on God. Listen. Yet, he went on to say, yet no matter where I have gone with the Israelites, I have never once complained to Israel's leaders. <laughs> God has never complained to the wife. God has never complained to the husband. God has never complained to the leaders. God has never complained to the Israelites. God has never complained to no one because God has never been in the house need y'all to catch this listen he says i have never once complained to israel's leaders the shepherds of my people i have never asked them 
why haven't you built me a beautiful cedar house god says i've never asked you why have you built me a cedar house i never asked you why i never asked you i need y'all to catch this listen he says now go and say to my so god is telling nathan everything that he needs to say to david so now god has spoke that to that to nathan so nathan now goes to david and says now god says now go and say to my servant david this is this is what the lord of heaven's armies has declared and nathan begins to speak i took you from tending sheep in the pasture and selected you to be the leader of my people israel I have been with you wherever you have gone, and I have destroyed all your enemies <laughs> before your eyes. Now I will make your name as famous as anyone who has ever lived on the earth, and I will provide a homeland for my people Israel, planting them in a secure place. I want to let somebody know, and I feel this is prophetic. So I want to let somebody know, everybody that's on this live, I want to let you know that God is preparing you a secure place outside the house. God is securing you a secure place outside the house. Why? Because God is going to do whatever needs to be done for you outside the house, a place where he has never been in a place where you tend to dwell in but god needs you to come outside the house but even while you are inside the house god is saying i'm still there be of good courage lord help me jesus listen he says planting them in a secure place where they will never be disturbed when God prepares you a secure place, he won't allow anybody to bother you. He won't let anybody come to infect you. He won't let anybody come in and disturb your peace, disturb your mind, disturb your place. He goes on to say, evil nations won't oppress them as they've done in the past whatever has happened in your past it no longer bothers you it's no longer going to disturb you it's no longer going to be an issue it's no longer going to be a struggle it's no longer going to be anything that's going to come in and disturb your peace he says they won't oppress them as they've done in the past starting somebody needs to say starting starting now starting now starting now starting today when what listen listen starting from the time i appointed judges to rule my people israel and i will defeat all your enemies well you have to ask listen whenever god saved you whenever god delivered you whenever god brought you out of bondage Whenever God brought you out of captivity, 
whatever, whatever, whenever God brought you out of a broken place, whenever God brought you out of a out of a dark place, from starting from that time, God has never left you. God has never forsaken you. God has been with you from that time. He brought you out. What, and so God wants to let you know today he's still there with you. He's still comforting you. He's still leading you. He's still guiding you. He's still directing you. He's still keeping you. He's still giving you. He's still pulling you. He's still there. Listen, furthermore, I declare that the Lord will build a house for you, a dynasty of kings. But when you die and join your ancestors, I will raise up one of your descendants, one of your sons, and I will make his kingdom strong. He is the one who will build a house, a temple for me, and I will secure his throne forever. I will be his father and he will be my son. I will never take my favor from him as I took it from one who ruled before you. I will confirm him as king over my house. Jaboy, go back. Come this way. I will confirm him as king over my house and my kingdom for all time and his throne will be secure forever. Do y'all understand that the Lord wants to, he wants to secure everything about you now, forever. So whatever he gets, listen, whatever your mind is, is whatever your mind has you to do, do that. Whatever you need God to do, do it with all of your might. Listen, it says, so David, so Nathan went back to David and told him everything the Lord had said in, in this vision. So in the vision, what the Lord spoke to Nathan, he was able to remember everything that God said so he could give it to David. But David didn't kick against the word. David didn't kick against the vision. David didn't kick against the loyalty that Nathan had with him and from God and for God. Well, you have to understand that right at 18, at 16, David prayed the prayer of thanks. So point three, point three, you must pray the prayer of thanks. Point three, you must pray the prayer of thanks. Point one, know that your marriage, your ministry, your children, your spouse, your finances, etc., mind is blessed. 
I'm sorry. <coughs> Finances mind is blessed. Is blessed. Is blessed. Is blessed. Is blessed. Listen. That was point one. Point two. Whatever God is going to do, God is going to do it outside the house. Point three. You must pray the prayer of thanks. First Chronicles 17, 16. Then King David went in and sat before the Lord and prayed. Whenever you hear a word from the Lord, whenever you know that you've been praying and God sends someone to tell you that it's going to be all right. Whenever some, some, some uh, God sends somebody to you to give you direction, to give you clarity, you got to pray to God for thanks. But you got to make sure that it's a prayer, but you got to make sure that it's a vision from the Lord. You got to make sure that it's a word from the Lord. You got to make sure that it's a word that's going to heal you and help you. You got to make sure that it's a word is going to push you and grow you. You got to make sure that whatever comes to you, whatever that you hear, that it is from God, that the vision is from God. And then immediately go to God, bow down, humble yourself. Pray before the Lord and pray this prayer. Listen, if you got to go back and pray this prayer that David prayed, pray it. David prayed this prayer. Who am I? Oh, Lord God, and what is my family that you have brought me this far? God has brought you from a mighty long way. And now, oh God, in addition to everything else, you speak of giving your servant a lasting dynasty. You speak as though I were someone very great. Oh, Lord God, what more can I say to you about the way you have honored me? You know what your servant is really like. For the sake of your servant, oh, Lord, and according to your will, you have done all these great things and have made them known. Oh, Lord, there is no one like you. We have never even heard of another God like you. What other nation on earth is like your people Israel? What other nation, oh God, have you redeemed from slavery to be your own people? You made a great name for yourself when you redeemed your people from Egypt. You performed awesome miracles and drove out the nations that stood in their way. You chose Israel to be your very own people forever, and you, oh Lord, became their God. And now, oh Lord, I am your servant. You as you have promised concerning me and my family may it be a promise that will last forever and may your name be established and honored forever so that everyone will say the lord of heaven's armies the lord of god almighty the lord of lords the king of kings the great i am the i am that i am is israel's god and may the house of your servant david continue before you forever Oh, my God, I have been bold enough to pray to you because you have revealed to your servant that you will build a house for him, a dynasty of kings. For you are God, oh, Lord. For you are God, oh, Lord. For you are God, oh, Lord. And you have promised these good things to your servant. And now it has pleased you to bless the house of your servant so that it will continue forever before you. For when you grant a blessing, oh Lord, it is an eternal blessing. It is a eternal blessing. David prayed that prayer. 
which now moves us to first chronicles chapter 19 as i put it in here earlier let me go back up here so y'all can go back to it and you can get it and, and read along with me but right here i'm headed to uh first chronicles chapter 19 1 through 19 the new living translation is where i am because you now must understand that god is good and he is worthy to be praised and he's seeking to heal he's seeking to heal our heart to heal our heart and to heal our heart amen so with all that being said listen i'm gonna shut this door it's causing me to be dark listen listen to this and some of you you may understand it and some of you not and that's why i i always desire for you all to to go and and read this for yourself so that you will get it for yourself don't just take my word for it i i know exactly where i am i know exactly what was happening and what you have to understand is this you are in a season that you can't hush you must speak up so when god gave me don't hush speak up it's because when god gave me a marriage ministry i have realized when i started there are so many marriages that are broken there are so many marriages that need deliverance there are so many marriages that need healing but god had called me a deliverance preacher I want you to get yourselves together. I want you to understand that you can't put your focus on your spouse. You can't put your focus, not even on your house. Your focus has to be so far on God that he will bless your house. He will bless your spouse. He will bless everything inside the house. But God is not in the house. God is not inside the house. God said, when, 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 no, Lord have mercy, this just dropped in my spirit. When, when Miriam and Aaron disrespected Moses, God didn't chastise them inside the tent. He didn't chastise them inside the house. He said, meet me outside. Go back and read it. Lord have mercy, Jesus. Listen, it's in Numbers. I believe it is. Yes, it's in Numbers chapter 12 listen listen numbers chapter 12 i need y'all to go there lord have mercy i need y'all to understand this it's numbers chapter 12 and i and i put it up there y'all need to under y'all need to understand this numbers chapter 12 listen and miriam and aaron spake against moses because of the ethiopian woman whom he had married for he had married an ethiopian woman listen of course some in-laws is not going to like your spouse <laughs> of course you have friends that's not going to like your spouse of course you have family members who's not going to like your spouse because you married outside the house i need y'all to catch this listen miriam and aaron aaron came against moses because he married an ethiopian woman and they said "Hath the lord indeed spoken only by moses so now they're coming to get shut this door Jacob, please and now they're coming against Moses' leadership. Now they're not just coming against Moses because of his leadership. Now they're coming against Moses because of the woman he married. 
People are going to come against your marriage. People are going to come against your finances because they don't they 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 don't know who God really is. They don't know what God can really do. But hear me, listen, Jesus, have mercy on my soul. Have the Lord indeed spoken only by Moses? Have you not spoken also by us? Well, listen, what Miriam and Aaron were saying was, so God is only speaking to, God bless you, Sierra. Um, oh, I'm, I'm, that's late, I'm sorry. I'm, my thing is, is uh, behind. But anyway, Serena, go back to your room, baby. Excuse me, y'all. Listen, that testimony is coming soon, too. <laughs> but anyway, let me stay focused. Listen, we got to stop being so arrogant and we got to stop being so prideful to where we think that God don't speak to everyone. We got to stop making it seem like God can't speak to a sinner. We got to stop thinking that God can't speak to an unbeliever. We got to stop thinking that God won't speak to this person or that person listen verse two hear what i say here what it says again numbers 12 and 2 and they said they miriam and aaron they both said it have the lord indeed spoken only by moses have he not spoken also by us and the lord heard it the lord ain't never been in the house but he hears what goes on outside the house he not only hears what goes on in the house, he also hears what goes on outside the house. But see here, he heard what was spoken in the house, but he wasn't in the house. Oh, I need y'all to hear me. I need y'all to catch that. Listen, verse three says, now the man, Moses, was very meek. That means he was humble. Above all the men which were upon the face of the earth, and the Lord spake suddenly unto Moses and unto Aaron and unto Miriam. So the Lord just didn't speak to Miriam and Aaron, but he spoke to Moses, Miriam, and Aaron. And what did he say? He says, come out ye three unto the tabernacle of the congregation. I just told y'all that a tabernacle is a house of worship. So God brought them out of the house of worship to chastise them. All three of them. This is Lord have mercy. Help me, Jesus. Lord, I don't, I don't, I don't. Lord, 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 have mercy. I, I need y'all. I, I need, I, I need y'all. I, I really listen. Let me let me send my own self some hearts. Let me let me just heart this myself because I just received a revelation and I ain't got that much time. And I was be out. I would do thirty minutes in, of courage and thirty minutes of confidence. It looks like I'm about to. This is gonna have to just get. It's gonna be like a part two. Listen, <laughs> Moses, Miriam, and Aaron was called out of the tabernacle of the congregation together. I just, Lord, help me, Jesus. Listen, and the Lord came down in the pillar of the cloud and stood in the door. He wasn't inside the house of worship. He was at the door of the tabernacle and called Aaron, Miriam, and they both came 
forth. Listen, if God was in the house, it would not have said he came down in a pillar of a cloud. <laughs> oh, Lord, help me, Jesus. And the Lord said to them, hear now my words. Once God called Moses, Miriam, and Abram outside, he, what did he say? He said, come out, you three, unto the tabernacle of the congregation, of the congregation. <laughs> and they came out. But when they came out, the Lord came down. Now, Moses, Miriam, and Aaron, they came out together. But then God brought a separation of correction, just them two. Because he said, Aaron, Miriam, come forth. That means he brought them away from Moses. So that they could recognize they weren't in the same place Moses was. And, the, and God said to them, hear now my words. If there be a prophet among you, I, the Lord, will make myself known unto him in a vision. Oh, I need y'all to catch this. Listen. God came to Nathan and showed him the vision. Nathan took to David what God gave him in the vision. God told Miriam and Aaron, when my prophet, see in the beginning he called Moses, at that moment he called him a man. But he told Miriam and Aaron, this is my prophet. This is my I will make myself known to him. When you are a prophet unto the Lord, he's going to make himself known unto you. But even in that, you still need to be humble. You need the spirit of humility. Whether God, whether God speaks to you in the house or outside the house, know that sometimes God is not going to speak in the house. Because God said, I was never in the house. Listen. He said, my servant Moses. He called, God called Moses a man. God called Moses a prophet. And God called Moses a servant. Who are you to God? David said, Lord, who am I? That you could just bless me so justly so righteously, so lovingly. And I want, I want to build you a house. And God says, I never asked you to build me a house. Listen, Lord, Lord have mercy. I already see it. it's going to be a part two. I already see it. He said, he said, I, I will make myself known unto him in a vision and will speak unto him in a dream. 
my servant Moses is not so who is faithful in all mine house. With him will I speak mouth to mouth, even apparently and not in dark speeches. And the similitude of the Lord shall he behold. Wherefore then were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? Y'all better be careful who y'all put your mouth on. Listen, your wife, your husband, you can't speak ill out of your mouth. Listen, blessings and curses cannot proceed out of the same mouth. You can't speak God in darkness at the same time. Listen, and the anger of the Lord was kindled against them and he departed. And the cloud departed from off the tabernacle. And behold, Miriam became leprous. White as snow. And Aaron looked upon Miriam. And behold, she was leprous. Listen. And Aaron said unto Moses, Alas, my Lord, I beg you, lay not the sin upon us where we wherein we have done foolishly and wherein we have sinned aaron owned it aaron said to moses not to the lord aaron sinned against moses aaron spoke against moses aaron disrespected moses so he apologized to moses and asked moses don't lay this sin upon me and my sister. We've done foolishly. Aaron owned it. Husband, wives, you do things foolishly, own it. Leaders, prophets, prophetess, evangelists, teachers, preachers, pastors, bishops, apostles, you do wrong foolishly, own it. Listen, 12 says, let her not be as one dead of whom the flesh is half consumed when he cometh out of his mother's womb. And Moses cried unto the Lord saying, heal her now, O God, I beg you. Husbands, you may feel like your wife is not doing what you want her to do, but she's still praying for you. Wife, you may feel like your husband is not doing what you need them to do, but he's praying for you. Leaders, you may feel like their congregation is not doing what you want them to do or they're coming against you, but they're praying for you. Yeah, I said that oppositely. I did. Because what you have to understand is a lot of the congregation, they'll do things foolishly. But it's not for you as the leader to come against them. But it's for you to continue to teach them and show them and allow the Lord to speak to you to speak to them. So they'll recognize that it's God and not you because you are a man. You are a prophet. You are a servant of the Lord. You are not their boss. You are not their daddy. You are not their mama. You are not their, their master. You are supposed to be a humble servant. Wife, you are supposed to be submissive. Husband, you're supposed to love your wife. Oh, I pray y'all catching this. 
Listen, Moses said, Lord, I beg you now, hear me and heal them. And the Lord said unto Moses, if her father had but spit in her face, should she not be ashamed seven days? So let her be shut out from the camp seven days. And after that, let her be received again. You still have to suffer the consequences of your actions. You still have to account for your sins, your faults, your mistakes, your, your issues, your struggles, the things that you've done foolishly because of what your spouse has done, because of what your parents has done. You don't have to retaliate. God will speak for you. Why? Because he has always been there. I'm talking about courage and confidence, but you have to have enough courage to repent. You have to have enough courage to be restored, but you need confidence to do it. Hey, Pastor Wooten, you have to be able to understand it. Lord have mercy. Listen, and it goes on to say, and Miriam was shut out from the camp seven days and the people journeyed not till Miriam was brought in again. And afterward, the people removed from Hazroth and pitched in the wilderness of Paran. Do y'all understand that? Miriam could not move until she was free from her plague, until she was free from her sin, till she was free from her sickness, till she was free from her foolishness. Sometimes we look at people's faults as a as a, a aha moment, or that's what you get, or you deserve it. The devil is a lie. We should never laugh at another man's calamity. We should never take joy in someone else's fall or mishaps. We should never tell our wife, that's what you get. We should never tell our husband. You don't deserve me. Should never say that. Ever. I'm still talking about don't hush. Speak up. Why? Because you have to make up in your mind that you have enough courage to know that God is going to be there through your good, through your bad, and definitely through your ugly. Romans 12 tells us not to take vengeance into our own hands. That vengeance belongs to the Lord. He will repay. Miriam had to pay. Aaron didn't get that sickness, but he was chastised and corrected. But he repented and asked for forgiveness and begged for mercy. When your husband or your wife beg for mercy, when they're begging for forgiveness, when they're begging for a second chance, you owe that to them. Who are you? Who are you? If you living for Satan, you're right. You won't give them that pardon. But when you are living for the Lord, the Lord will pardon them and then give you a, a spirit of humility of love and compassion and understanding and patience. My notes, I listen, this was good. 
let me go back let me let me finish reading this let me let me let me finish reading this listen sometime after this the king nahash of the ammonites died and his son Hanan became king david said i am going to show loyalty to Hanan because his father nahash was always loyal to me so david listen and i need y'all to catch this y'all give me 15 minutes yeah just give me 15 minutes i, I gotta get out of here but y'all give me 15 minutes because i gotta read first chronicles 19. i, I gotta read you this uh, this is gonna this is gonna this is gonna bring all this together i, I need y'all to i need y'all to hear this just just give me 15 minutes sometime after this king nahash of the ammonites died and his son haman became king david said i am going to show loyalty to Hanan because his father Nahash was always loyal to me. So David sent messengers to express sympathy to Hanan about his father's death. In layman terms, David felt bad that Hanan had lost his father because it was his father that has always been good to David always showed him loyalty always showed him kindness so all they was wanting to do was return the same respect to nahan to hanan to nick to hanan his uh the son but look but look what happened but when david's ambassadors arrived in the land of Ammon, the ammonite commanders said to hanan do you really think these men are coming here to honor your father They, they answered for Hanan. They answered for Hanan. They asked the question and then they answered it. This is what they said. I'm going to go back. Do you really think these men are coming here to honor your father? No. David has sent them to spy out the land so they can come in and conquer it. So you know what Hanan did? So Hanan seized David's ambassadors and shaved their heads cut off their robes at their buttocks, meaning they stripped them of their clothes, shaved their heads, and sent them back to David in shame. Listen to me. You will have those people to say, oh, they're not here for this. They're not here for that. Stop allowing people to put negativity in your ear. When you have an ear for God, when you have the spirit of the Holy Ghost, when you have the spirit of discernment that the gift that God has given to you, when you know the word of God, even if you're unlearned and ignorant, look for godly people that will give you what you need for your growth. You're going through, listen, Hanan was going, I'm, 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 I'm going to I'm going to assume, Lord have mercy. Hanan going through. He done lost his daddy. He now he depressed. He's brokenhearted. He don't know what to do next. He don't know. He's he's having some bad days. And so David decides, the Lord says, David, I need you to send some 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 of your men to go and comfort Hanan's heart. And so he do that. But then you got these haters and debaters, these negative Nancy's. They come to say, girl, um, honey, listen, they just trying to be nosy. They just want what you got. They not here. You really think they come here to give you some love? You really think they come here to show you some peace? Honey, no. And what do you do? 
you gravitate to the negativity and this is what happens let me help you out so when david heard what happened to the men he sent messengers to tell them stay at jericho until your beards grow out and then come back david said i know that you're embarrassed I know that your pride has been broken. I know that this is what has been happening to you, but I need y'all to go sit still for a moment. Gather your thoughts, gather your mind. Don't retaliate, don't do anything. Just to stay, to stay, stay in a place until your beards grow back. I wanna to say to somebody on today, stay humble, stay still, don't move. Don't make decisions out of anger. Don't make decisions out of emotion. Don't rock the boat. Stay in it so you won't fall over in the water and be taken under and drown. Stay out of those dark places. But I need you to just go take a moment. Isolate just for a moment until your heart is restored, until your mind is right. God, I thank you, Jesus. I'm, I know I'm speaking to somebody's mind and somebody's heart at this very moment. But I want to let you know that at this very hour, at this very moment, at this very minute, you can be healed, set free, and delivered. Stop listening to negative people. Stay in your word. Take a moment. Take a backseat. Come off social media. I had to for 31 days. I had to regroup. I had to refresh. I had to be rejuvenated, restored from some stuff. I had to seek God on a deeper level because I don't want to lose my salvation. I don't want to lose my deliverance. I don't want to go back to a life of hatred. I don't want to go back to a life of brokenness. I don't want to go back to a life of just doing the absolute most. So I had to pull back. That's what David was telling his messengers. You don't have to go and retaliate. Just wait. Just hold on. Listen. When David heard what had happened, he told the men, he sent the messages to tell them, stay at Jericho. Everybody know what Jericho is. Listen, until your beards grow out and then come back. For they felt deep shame because of their appearance. Y'all, I need y'all to, to, to hear this, to get this. Yes, we're embarrassed. Yes, we feel shameful. Yes, we feel guilty sometimes. But sometimes people don't need to see the guilt, the shame, and the embarrassment that others had put on you. They didn't, they, this is not from their own self-infliction of wounds. Hey, Bishop. It's not. This is what somebody else has done to them when they was going to do something right. Listen, when the people of Ammon realized how seriously they had angered David. Hanan and the Ammonites sent 75,000 pounds of silver to hire chariots and charioteers from Aramic, from, uh, uh, I'm going to say, um, from Arab. I believe that's what that's short for, Arab. So listen, they also hired 32,000 chariots and secured the support of the king of Maka and his army. These forces camped at Medaba where they were joined by the Ammonite troops that Hanan had recruited from his own town. When David heard about this, he sent Joab and all his warriors to fight them. The Ammonite troops came out and drew up their battle lines 
at the entrance of the city while the other kings positioned themselves to fight in the open field. When Joab saw that he would have to fight on both the front and the rear, he chose some of Israel's elite troops and placed them Ooh. under his personal command to fight the Arameans in the field. He left the rest of the army under the command of his brother, Abishai, Abishai who was to attack the Ammonites. If the, Aram if the Armenians are too strong for me, listen, now this, listen, I need y'all to catch this. Listen, First Chronicles 19 and 12. Listen, if the Arme if the are the Aramians, the Aramians, the Arabs are too strong for me, then come over and help me. Joab told his brother that. Joab told his brother, if the if the Arabs are too strong for me, come and help me. And if the Ammonites are too strong for you, I will help you. And here's the key verse. Be courageous. Let us fight bravely for our people, for our spouses, for our leaders. For those who are broken, for those who have been feeling guilty, for those who are feeling shameful, for those who have been made to feel embarrassed, we're going to fight for them. If, I, if they get too strong for me, come and help me. If they get too strong for you, I'm going to come and help you. Why? We're helpers one to another. We're in this thing together. Listen, be courageous. Let us fight bravely for our people and the cities of our God. May the Lord's will be done. Point four. Point four. Let God's will be done. Point four. Let God's will be done. Let God's will be done. Listen, I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to write me a note. I'm going to write me a note on my notes to start reading this next week. Verse 14. Next week. I, I got to go, y'all. I told y'all give me 15 minutes, and y'all did, and I appreciate that. Lord knows I do. But listen, I got to go. Again, I talked to y'all about this on yesterday. Um, My mom is now going through some things and but god is still good and he's, he's still healing her body and he's still creating he's, uh, he's he's still keeping our mind and she's she's you know but there's some there's some stuff and i just gotta lift my mama up in prayer where two or three that's gathered together in jesus name he is in the midst of them so i need at least two or three of y'all two and three of y'all if it's more let it be more praise god but i need y'all to call my mom's name up into heaven carmenita that's her name or Miss Nita. But I need y'all to call her name before the Lord because I'm looking for God to do great things. He made some promises and I'm holding God to his word. I'm holding God to his word, but I also must let God's, I'm, but I also must let God's will be done. 
but if that's his will that's his will but i'm going to stay at the wheel i'm gonna stay at the cross i'm gonna stay at the hem of his garment and i'm gonna keep touching it until the healing virtue leaves out of his body and goes into my mom's body amen amen so listen i love y'all thank y'all for tuning in thank y'all for staying with me thank y'all for pushing me listen next week on tuesday i'm gonna i'm gonna um finish this up listen i barely got to some of my notes but i wanted to let you know point one do all do all that is in your heart point two god knows you just as you are point three remain rock solid point four find the courage to pray point five i just well point five, i didn't get the point five so let me just stop right there point four i told you let god's will be done those are just my notes right here but i'm going to wrap this up on next week i love y'all have a good week listen on sunday i'll be back to sunday morning message 8 30 a.m right here on facebook youtube um listen look me up inbox me whatever it is that you need you need prayer send me your prayer request you need conversation call me inbox me text me amen listen i'm here for god and god is here for me concerning you amen so thank you for tuning in lord help me thank you all for tuning in thank y'all thank you all for tuning in thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you all for tuning in let me move this out of the way right quick recordings listen let me move this out of the way so i, I I'm, I'm ending this right here listen remember this don't let nobody keep you quiet don't let nobody listen i'm sorry i'm gonna put my mom's name up here what's her name listen uh, i'm gonna put that there because I, I do believe the prayer is going to be answered listen miss carmenita or miss nita listen and, and that's funny you wrote miss anita because that's her youngest sister's name anita <laughs> but she need prayer too so let me tell you that she need prayer too pray for her amen but listen let me let me say this um thank y'all for turning into elder sunaway deliverance ministry god has been good to me amen god has been good to me and i do believe that i have been good to god so y'all continue to keep me in prayer and know that and know that i just want to do his will that's it i just want to do his will amen so god bless you all i thank you all for tuning in know that i love you and god loves you more but come next week get to my let me get to my paper hold on hold on y'all Hold on, y'all. Hold on. I'm going to read this to you right. And then I'm going to let y'all go. I'm going to read this to y'all right. And let me let y'all know. Now I can't even find it. Lord, help me. Here it is. Listen. So this week was week one. We've done change, courage, and confidence. Well, part of courage 
but we're gonna finish courage and work and confidence on next week but next week which is week two um which is that date is august the um ninth so august 9th the 10th and 11th will be week two and i'll be talking to you finishing up courage and confidence and then i'll be also talking to you that week um bitter uh, anger bitterness and controlling so listen some of us are still angry some of us are still bitter and some of us are still controlling and we need to be delivered and the only reason and the only way that that needs to be changed and so for you to be healed is for you to don't hush speak up let someone know you're angry let someone know you're holding on to bitterness let someone know that you have a controlling spirit and you need to allow god to have all the control in your life amen so again i thank you all for tuning in i love y'all thank you thank you so much for y'all's prayers lord knows my mama needs it amen she do she needs it thank you shanae thank you so much yes she definitely it is needed and i love y'all listen my mom will be my mom will be um on september the 1st she will be 69 years old yes she'll be 69. she don't look it and even when they look at her at the nursing home they think we're sisters and i'm like no nah, that's my mama <laughs> amen listen i love you shanae i love you so much and i'm praying for you continue to pray for me listen y'all have a great weekend again i'll be back here sunday maybe sunday i'll finish up i'll finish up on sunday no i won't no i won't because I'll, I'll give i'll give some of y'all a peek a peak view but on sunday um it's this title sunday morning message don't tag me unless you can tag god don't tag me unless you can tag god amen that's my sunday morning message and i'm excited about it i'm excited about it so i love y'all and y'all have a good weekend bye bye